I'm going to read out of Malachi 3, 2, 4. It says, but who can endure the day of his coming? That's a question. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like launderer's soap. He will sit as the refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify his sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver. And they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? Something to think about it. There are going to be different miracles and anointing that God is going to release in the lives of those that has been chosen. I want you to know that not everybody is going to be doing the work in the last days. So this is what something that I want you to understand. The things that God is going to do in the last day. One of the things that God is going to give us is the power to stand before kings and cause nations to tremble. I'm going to say that again, and I'm going to give you the um, Bible verses that you can go read, okay? It's a power to stand before kings. And I want you to read at home 1 Kings 18, 8 to 19. That's the encounter between King Ahab and prophet Elijah. And also you're going to read First King 21, 17-26, that is when Queen Jezebel put a prize on Elijah's head. Okay? Elijah was equipped and prepared to stand before kings. And what happened? That one prophetic word from the Lord to King Ahab, that brought the king to his knees in fear. If the Lord give us a word to go and speak to the head of state, what will be our response? Oh, but do you know that they might put me in jail? But you know that, uh, what about they laugh at me? But you know, but you know, but you know, we will always have an excuse. Okay? But when we... Get that anointing that is going to be a specific anointing for people to stand before kings. We will not doubt, but we will do it. That anointing that God is going to give us in the last day is, is going to be poor on us. We will become bold and strong. And I want you to understand that we will become bold and strong. I'm telling you, 
that will be the only way that we can do whatever we need to do, whoever is going to do that, because in the natural, you can. You can. Joseph is our example of people in the word of God. Joseph stood before Pharaoh. Daniel stood before Nabucodonosor. John the Baptist boldly rebuked the king and the queen, Herod and Herodias, the wife. Apostle Paul stood before Felix, a governor, and Festus, governor of Judea, and King Agrippa. Those are people that God prepared and equipped to do that. If not, listen, I don't care who you are, we will not be able to do it. It has to be something that is supernatural. This is one of them. God will give us power over nature. Can you see yourself in the midst of a storm, not having no choice because you know that it's going to take your house? for you to speak and believe the word of God. And I believe this is the way God is going to put us in situations like that, that we will not have no choice, but just to speak what the word of God and believe. Let me say this, what it came to my mind. If God is giving us power over nature, that we will have the power to command whatever it is and it have to obey. Think about this one. Does that mean that the weather and nature is going to be so problematic that we are going to have to use God's power in us to tell the rain to stop? Do you think it is possible? Because this came to my mind. He's not given us this power just because. He's given us this power because we're going to need it. And God is giving us the power that we're going to have to say, stop, wind, stop. And the wind is going to stop. Maybe we need to alter the course of nature, the weather patterns that you know that they're going crazy and it's going to get worse. We're going to have to say stop and they're going to have to obey. And I want you to know this is not going to be anybody else but you and me doing it. Those that God has chosen, we need to put in practice because we need to believe we're going to talk a little bit about Prophet Moses. He commanded the frogs to come out of their dwelling place in the waters to the dwelling places of the Egyptians. Exodus 8.36. Prophet Moses, he had to deal with the swarms of flies. He had to deal with thunder and hail and fire. He commanded as directed the east wind to bring swarms of grievous and locusts upon all Egypt. He commanded darkness over the whole land. Can you see yourself doing this? What about the, the Lord Jesus? 
The Lord Jesus commanded a gray stone to be still, and it obeyed. The prophet Elijah commanded the skies to hold back rain, not just for one day, not for two, not for three, not for four, for three and a half long years. He exercised absolute power over nature when he said, it will only rain at my command, and that is my word. God is going to give us the power to shame God's enemies and to glorify God's name. The power to shame God's enemies and glorify God's name. What does that mean? Let's say you're confronted by the enemy. At that moment, that power that rests within you will do a miracle to shame that enemy so that the name of Jesus, it will be glorified. It is your job to glorify the name of Jesus. What about the prophet Daniel? Prophet Daniel's in the lion's den. Isn't God was exalted and glorified because nothing happened to him. And I'll go to the prophet Moses. Remember, the people around him were ashamed because he turns his rod into a what? Into a serpent. Think about it. When you are anointed by God, you don't need to tell anyone because the gift will make room for you. But there are people that say, oh, I am very anointed. The person has to say that he's anointed because honestly, that person is not anointed. Because if not, everyone should know that you are anointed. An anointing is only for the use in the kingdom of God. It's going to be used according to God's plan and purpose for our life. So I want you to start seeing yourself in a process of purification, a process of separation. Don't argue with God when God starts taking you through this. He's going to refine you. He's going to purify you. He, you. He's going to teach you how to live in holiness. Holiness is not something that you do one day. Holiness is a way of life. It is up to God to deposit that anointing and that power into whomever he wants. Don't argue with anybody because people, I can see it, I can see it, I can see it, people coming and saying, who do you think you are? Uh, I was here before you. Uh, uh, because you see, that's the way it's going to be. 
I feel sorry because I tell you this, and this is just me, and God didn't say anything. And this is me, my opinion, that when people start uh, fighting for things like that, they are in a very dangerous position because God can take you ahead of your time so you don't bring any more problems into this earth. So don't fight anybody. Just whatever God tells you to do, you do. Do it with love, 100% unto God, and you will be rewarded. It's not about how big the assignment is. It is how much are you willing to obey God 100%.